On today's episode of the TMD Podcast, we are back after almost a week and a half now with no podcast. We're finally back. Um, we got some. We're gonna start it off with a little bit of podcast news. What I've been doing the past week and a half, why uh, I've been a little inactive on the podcast, and then we're gonna jump right into Patriots football, the NFL. Um, clearly, Patriots football has been going down the toilet right now, so we're gonna dive into that and. Um, yeah, you know, it, there's there's not really much uh, else sports to talk about otherwise, so we're just going to focus today on the NFL, and then we are going to call it. It's going to be a shorter episode, probably around 30, 40 minutes tops. So buckle up, get ready, and I want to give a shout-out to, even though, like I just said, the Patriots stink, but that doesn't mean our boy Julian Edelman stinks. So head over to J11.com, get your Julian Edelman gear, because just because the Patriots are doing bad, our boy J11 is a Patriot for life. Remember that. So for all you diehard fans out there, through thick and thin, as Patriot fans, we stay strong. Head over to je11.com and make sure to get your je11 gear. I got mine. It's on its way right now. I'm going to wear it this Sunday. Hopefully it brings me and the Patriots a little bit of good luck. You know, sometimes you just got to switch it up. You are us, us psychotic fans know how that feels. So head over to je11.com. Make sure you use code TMD20 at checkout. All right, let's do it. Welcome back to the TMZ Podcast. It's been a while. Honestly, it feels like it's been, um, I want to say it's been last Tuesday. It's been a while. That's all I know. It's been a, it's been a long time. Um, had a lot going on, though. You know, school's kind of been amping up. Um, we're still on that, that weird schedule. So I've been doing a lot of schoolwork. Also, you know, just been doing some other stuff. So, um... That's no excuse though. I should have I should have put podcasts out. Um, but I I should have put a podcast out on Tuesday, yesterday, the normal day. Um, however, the story behind that is I was originally actually gonna come home, come back up to my apartment. I went home for the weekend. Gonna come back to my up to my apartment right after uh, the games on Sunday. I was gonna record. Um, and then I watched the Patriots game and I was fuming. I was pissed. It was so hard to watch that game that, uh, everyone around me pretty much told me you should just wait to record the, uh, the podcast for the next day. Cause you're just too angry. You're gonna, you're just gonna go off. Uh, it won't be a good episode. You're just going to be, uh, complaining the entire time and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, I, I took their advice. Um, and then I sat down to record on Monday night and, um, you know, I was I was still angry. I was still pissed. Uh, so here we are, Tuesday night, recording for Wednesday morning, and um, I can't keep putting it off because you know I, I'm just I'm mad. I'm definitely not as mad as I was Sunday night. Uh, that hour and a half drive back to my apartment was a a rough one. I had I actually had to call up former co-host of the show, Thomas Murphy. Shout out to you, Murph. Um, and we talked about it, and he 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 pretty much gave me the advice. He's like, "Yeah, dude, you should just wait to uh, record it." Um, so, thank you, Murph, for talking me off the ledge of recording the podcast that probably would have turned a lot of listeners off, especially uh, you, Pat's Loyals fans, who don't want to hear the harsh reality of our team sucks, which I'm going to get into in a little bit. But in other news, podcast news, because 
you know, when I take a break from the podcast, it's usually because I'm doing something else um, regarding the podcast. So, a little bit of podcast news for you guys. I have decided that we are going to be doing one show a week, uh, just be- or at least for the time being, because uh, there's not really that much going on uh, sports-wise besides football. Uh, and usually around this time, we got basketball coming up in a few weeks, but we all know... 2020 has been crazy, so the NBA season's projected to start uh, around January. So we got a few months uh, of just football. You know, baseball just ended. Um, literally last night, they ended the season. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers and Mookie Betts um, won the World Series. Congratulations, Mookie. Um, he won his second World Series. Uh, very deserving. Um, love Mookie Betts. Always will. So shout out to him um not shout out to an la team i actually don't care that the dodgers won but congratulations to mookie and david price uh who opted out so more congrats to mookie but so yeah no there's no real sports so that means i i don't want to put out episodes that just aren't they're not going to be good they're not going to be good to listen to uh if it's only just going to be straight football talk um, every weekend and week out, because I do that on our other podcast, uh, Fantasy Football Leatherheads podcast. So if you know, I, I and I, I want to hone this podcast back into New England sports. You know, we branched out to uh, nationally national sports when this happened, but I really do want to turn this more towards um, a Patriots for at least for the next month or two. Uh, Patriots football podcast it's still gonna be tmd we're still gonna talk about other news regarding new england sports and national news when it comes to it but majority of this podcast going forward until we see some more sports or some crazy stuff happens is going to be focused towards the patriots in the nfl um not towards fantasy so for all my listeners out there if you if you want good fantasy advice because we actually genuinely give good fantasy advice head over to Leatherhead's Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by myself, Hunter Floyd, and Nabel Nagusi. Uh, it's great stuff. Um, and on the topic of Leatherheads, the past, I want to say two, three months now, me, Hunter, and Nabel have been working on something much bigger than just a podcast. Um, and I think it's time to bring it to light. I haven't even discussed this with Hunter and Nabel, but it's this idea of branching into a whole media outlet so what that means is different not just sports um other forms of entertainment movies um fun little things fishing sports other things other than just the mainstream four sports that i talk about on this podcast and we talk about in the fantasy football podcast um we're going to be trying to branch out we're going to give you new things to listen to, um, movie reviews, stuff like that, you know, um, and we're going to call the media outlet Grapevine Media, um, we've been working on it for three months now, we got, um, in the works right now, we have a flipping segment where pretty much me and a friend of mine, we flip a ton of stuff, um, and we've been trying it out for the last few weeks, and it's been good, and we're thinking it's going to produce a lot of content for us, and it's, it's fun to watch, and I hope you guys, um, enjoy it when we do finally come out with that. It's going to actually, we're going to announce it within the next week or two here. Um, we don't have a name yet, so right now it's just called the Flipping Segment. It's brought to you by myself and Zach Tedeschi. Um, and then we have another friend of ours in Alabama. So Hunter lives in Alabama, so he's with Hunter. Um, he's going to be starting a fishing segment. Not sure when that one's going to, that one's in the works right now. Um, 
no set date on that. And then of down the line, whenever movies start coming out again, um, this was one of our first things. We were going to have a movie podcast slash um, Instagram page, YouTube, all, all these sort of, sort of things. But in retrospect, we are starting a, a media company. And it's called Grapevine Media, and I'm excited, and I'm, I'm really excited to get working on other things other than just this podcast. I love I love this podcast. I love doing this podcast, and I will continue to always do this podcast. But I will also be doing the Fantasy Football Podcast, the flipping segment, and we're still in creation of putting this all together, figuring out how it's all going to work out um, through this website. Um, we backtracked again on the website. I know I said the TMD website's been coming for a while, but we backtracked on it and we we're turning it into a Grapevine Media website, and it will be coming by twenty one, uh, by twenty twenty one. That's what I mean. Uh, you know, New Year. We we, we don't want it to be to be associated with um, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty hasn't been the best year, so we're gonna wait till twenty twenty one to officially launch that website. That is the the goal, and there's gonna be a bunch of different forms of of entertainment, um, whether it's sports, whether it's business stuff, whether it's just reviews, different forms of entertainment. It's all it's all gonna be uh, it's all it's gonna be great. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and I'll I'll be letting you know on this podcast and the fantasy football podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited. So I've been doing that for the, really the past week and a half, and uh, trying to just really go in depth with the full flipping segment and see if it's there's something there. So that's really where I was the past week and a half um, in terms of not being able to get one of these podcasts out. And on top of it, the Patriots have been playing awful. So there hasn't been really much to say about their awful play. But moving on from Grapevine and from where I've been for the past week, I'm going to hit you with a quick, awful ad read by Anchor. So here's that. All right, ad number one is done. Um, let's dive into some Patriots football. It, it's, you know, there's just, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I really don't. Um, we could backtrack. We, we talked about, I don't even know if we, t- we definitely talked about the Chiefs game. That's probably the last game that we talked about. Um, but you know, no cam, uh, that game because he was out with coronavirus. God, that seems like forever ago. It was probably was, it was like almost three weeks ago now. Um, and then we didn't talk about last week's game where they lost to Denver. Uh, it was not good. It, it, it didn't seem the it seemed like the Patriots didn't know how to play football up until like five minutes left of the fourth quarter. Then they made a miraculous comeback, and it 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 gave me hope. Um, I was fuming during that game, but I was c- content. Um, I I think the word is the word I'm looking for because that game was. They hadn't practiced in like two weeks, so there was not that it was an excuse, but it was expected that they were going to come out flat and that they weren't going to look good. It was expected. So when they made it close there at the end, um, and I think that that going back to that game, the the crunch time play where Cam tried to throw it to Nikhil Harry and he just missed it, um, pretty much showed a microcosm of what was to come the next week, and uh, on our or this past Sunday which was just awfulness. Um, I, they had a regular week of practice. No, no, um, nothing crazy. They're, they were back to 
regular routine before Corona struck that team, and um, it, they looked awful. There, there's just no other way to put it. Um, on every side of the ball, special teams, offense, defense, it looked awful. Um, it's, and I don't even know where to begin because how they played against the best, the second best team because they just lost the Seattle Seahawks. I honestly think it was a fluke uh, that 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 close game because the Seattle Seahawks, as good as they are offensively, they're not that great defensively. Um, so I think our offense thrived in that uh, situation, but ever since that game, it just seems like this offense and Cam in particular haven't looked as fluent as effective uh, when they're out there. I, I, I can't even count the amount of three and out trips that happened on Sundays in Sunday's game, last Sunday's game and the game before that. It was it just, it just seems like a constant three and out thing. Um, it seems constantly like every time I watch these games that you're gonna get two or three drives where it's not three and out and that's usually when they score and that's it. Um, it, it doesn't seem like they can go through and be effective. Uh, the receivers, I, I, I just feel like Cam doesn't really trust the receivers or Cam's arm is just, it's not there. Because it seems every single time Cam tries to throw the ball, he throws it like six yards short of everybody. Even the defender who's in front of the, and maybe that's why, because he just is picking, he's picking receivers that don't, can't get open, you know, and and I think I talked about this with a Bell a lot because Bell's a Patriots fan and Hunter, but mainly Bell, is the fact that the only thing you have to do to really beat this offense, and I'm not saying this biasly, I'm saying this as a Patriots fan, is you got to double Julian Edelman and watch James White coming out of the backfield, you, and then you figured out this offense. Every team allows us to give the ball to Damian Harris and let him run for five or six yards. Um, but you can't do that every single play. So they're going to give us Jacoby Myers. They're going to give us these these first, second-year wideouts. They're going to let us throw to them because they not they haven't proven anything, and they're not that great. They're not great that great at getting separation. Uh, so you play man and you double Edelman, you pretty much figured out the offense. And then if Cam's not going to run, which he hasn't been doing the past two games, the offense, there's no options. You can't run the ball every single play. Uh, if you can track James White coming out of the backfield uh, and, and you can double Edelman in the slot, you pretty much figured it out. Nikhil Harry can't get open. And the other undrafted wide receivers we have, just they, they can't get separation. So I don't know. It's it's just the offense, it, it's, it seems like McDaniels just can't, doesn't really have a grip on this offense. And... The first three weeks, it looked like he he figured it out with Cam. He knew exactly what to do with Cam. But the last three weeks has it seemed like we don't know how to play. That's really what it looks like. Uh, it, it, Cam is not running as much as he used to. Um, he's the pocket is collapsing way quicker, which is forcing Cam to make quicker decisions and not giving him enough time to find avenues to run, which is. In turn, you forcing him to throw, uh, and he—he's just—you gotta say—he flat out he can't—he's not making the right plays. 
He's every time he throws it, it's he's not throwing to wide open guys. He throws to like wide open guys like four or five times a game, maybe if that. That's generous. And then other times he's trying to sque- he's trying to squeeze it between like two guys. He's throwing into triple coverage. He's throwing it to double coverage. It's just it's a mess. The offense is just a mess. And um, I really thought when we got Joe Tooney back that it was gonna be that it was gonna be. Um, I mean no, when we got sorry David Andrews back and we moved Joe Tooney from center back to his original spot that this line was gonna look way better. And I get it was. David Andrews' first game back, um, he broke his thumb, so he would miss three games, I want to say three weeks. But honestly, it just, it, 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 this past Sunday looked awful. It's by far the worst Patriots games I have, won- no, the worst Patriots game I have ever seen in my entire life. In the past two weeks, the Patriots have made, scored one touchdown. Um, and they put up, like, they had, Maybe 25 points in two games. Um, it, it's just been awful. Uh, it was so hard to watch. And then the defense, um, I don't even know where to start with the defense. Stephon Gilmore does not look like a defensive player of the year candidate. He really doesn't. Um, he's getting targeted. He's getting one-on-one. He, he's losing one-on-one matchups. He does not look as effective like he did last year. I'm just going to come out and say it. I really don't believe he's been that good. Um, and on top of it, I really don't think this defense has been that good. Um, I get that they're getting interceptions, but it seems like every quarterback in the league is throwing interceptions at a crazy rate right now. So, uh, interceptions, I, I guess they're they're good, but like they don't. I, I just don't think they mean as much right now um, in the NFL as they have in years prior. And it just seems to me like. In the red zone, the Patriots' defense is decent. But stopping teams from getting to the red zone, their defense is horrendous. It, every Drew Locke tore that defense up. Now, he didn't do anything in the red zone, but he got them to the red zone every single time. It, it was just like Jimmy Garoppolo destroyed them. The Patriots' defense forced the 49ers to punt one time all game. One time all game. So I get it. They had one, two turnovers maybe. Um, but how many possessions did the the 49ers have? How, what was the time on offense for the 49ers? It almost doubled the time. Tripled. Sorry. Tripled the time on offense for the Patriots. So it, it's a... It's, it's both aspects of the game that the offense can't stay on the field long enough to uh, chip into that t- time of possession problem, but also the defense can't get the opposing offense off the field. They suck at third downs. They can't do anything. It's a third and ten, and I think the of the third downs, they like four or five were over ten yards, and the defense gave it up every time. Third and 17, defense gives up 20-yard bomb. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just so many, it's just so many aspects of it. And I get it, the defense is hurting. Um, the, the You don't got Hightower, you don't got Chung. Copeland just went down. So there's, I get that. The offense is what, I think what was, I, I don't want to say it's what we expected, but it's, 
it was the the scary thought in the back of everyone's mind before the season started that okay this could go one or two ways cam could come in and kill it like he did the first three weeks he killed it and then or this could this offense could suck and we are not putting up any points we've seen both sides of how this is gonna go um of how this could go um and it's i i know it's week seven um, or going into week eight, but there's still time for the Patriots to turn around. Um, they're only down by three games in their division. They're playing Buffalo. So there's still a chance for them to make the playoffs, but the way they're playing, Stephen A said it pretty spot on. It, the way they're playing right now, it doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they put up, like I said, under 25 points in two games. You can't win like that. Um, and they, going back to the defense real quick, the defense has not, uh, not let up 30 points in the last, like, I don't even know. They, they, they've let up 30 plus points in the last like five games, I want to say. Um, so that a defense like that, it's, it, you, you can't do it. And on top of it, the offense is like stagnant and can't even move the ball. Can't stay on the field for longer than 45 seconds, uh, a possession, it's just a mixture of awfulness. Um, so, but I believe in Belichick. Um, I, I think I'm not sure what the game plan is here. I, it, are they tanking? Are are they trying to do this? Um, I don't know. I don't believe they're tanking. I believe that they're trying. Um, and it to the last point I'm going to bring up about the Patriots is that, and this is a little biased because his company sponsors this podcast, but. I honestly really do feel bad for Julian Edelman. I really do. Because he, you can just tell, and I'm saying this, I, I, I think he wants to retire as a Patriot. I think he wants to go out as a Patriot. Um, I don't think that this is the year he wanted to have to go out on. I honestly think, and I don't know this. I haven't talked to Julian. Uh, I haven't talked to anybody associated with J11 about this. this is my own thoughts. Um, I think there's a good chance if his body... Um, week in and week out um is still getting worse and then uh like physically he's just he, he's not there as as much and then they're losing at this rate why the hell would he stay what is there to look forward to you know um i get it they're gonna they're, at, at the end of the season they're gonna be great they're gonna have a ton of cap space uh they're gonna be able to go after good players which is great but you know I don't know. I, I I just I feel bad for Edelman because he really is someone who stuck with this team uh, through thick and thin. Also the McCordy brothers, um, and Matthew Slater. You know guys like that. Um, you know David Andrews, Joe Tooney. You know I feel bad for guys like that because they're not underperforming. They're really not. Edelman. Everyone's hating on Edelman. It's it's kind of shocking to me because Cam can't give Edelman the ball in, in like while he's running. He can't throw it in front of him. Every time he throws it to Edelman, it's ne- it never hits Edelman in stride. So, the, I don't know. That's where I'm at. Hopefully, they can get it together. Um, it's right now. It's awful. It's terrible. So I'm I'm hoping though that they're gonna get it together. I'm hoping that there's gonna be changes in this next week. And I'm the best thing in the world would be if the Patriots can beat the Buffalo Bills because. If you listen at all to the podcast, uh, our fantasy football podcast, I really don't believe the Buffalo Bills are that great. 
Uh, I think they're I think they're the pretenders of the top ten power ranking teams. I really I really do. I don't think they're that great. So yeah, I I don't know. There's I could literally go on about the Patriots four days here. Um, I I've put a lot of thought into this, but um, I think it's best if we just if we leave it at that um, and just leave it in, I'm hopeful in that I'm hopeful that this is not uh, how this dynasty ends, how the Belichick dynasty ends, um, how, how what he's done over the past 20 years, it, it can't end with a 2-14 and 14 record. Uh, that cannot happen. Um, that would That would be awful if that's how it ends for him. So... Uh, I I don't think it's gonna you know we play the Jets twice still so four my bad four and twelve um worst outcome it could be but um I don't know I just I, I think there's so many things um that happened this off season clearly losing Brady losing Gronk um and it, it, you if people have been trying to do this all week now since that since before the San Francisco game now after they're trying to play that. Well, you know Brady screwed us because he told it's he told Kraft to get rid of Garoppolo, and then Garoppolo comes back and literally shits on the Patriots. Yes, I I, I gotta actually kind of say, but Brady also won us a Super Bowl. Uh, he also brought us, you know, he br- he brought us to Super Bowl and won us a Super Bowl. So I, I'm not actually upset. Um, but um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it was it was a tough game to watch. It really was. Um, I'd still rather be in the position we're in though than if we didn't get rid of Brady and um, no, if we got rid of Brady and kept Garoppolo. I I will never have been in favor of that um, because Tom Brady got a Super Bowl, uh, so Tom Brady was right about that. Um, but did did it screw us that Brady left two years after he got us a Super Bowl? Maybe a little bit. Um, but that's the last thing. But since we're talking about a guy that plays on a different team now, I'm going to hit you with the last ad read real quick here. Sorry. it's uh, We know it's not that great, but it's pre-recorded, and i got to fix him. So here it is. All right, let's continue the talk of that man, Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady's now the all-time leading Pats. Or no, touchdown. All-time touchdown leader. Um, I harped on this last year. Uh, he, he's, always, he's literally always been the... the all-time touchdown leader. Uh, the all-time touchdown leader is, for anybody who doesn't know this, is um, a stat that doesn't include playoffs. So that is pretty much like saying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, take away all of his playoff points and he and only count regular season because that's because not every team's fortunate enough to get to the playoffs. It's probably the dumbest statistic I have ever heard of in professional sports. Um, that matters. I don't understand that at all. Tom Brady is literally up by like 90 touchdowns if you include the playoffs. That it's it's literally it's literally dumb. We're not counting that because what's the we want to count some Joe Schmo dudes touchdowns, regular season touchdowns. Those are all time. That's his all time touchdowns. No, that's his all-time regular season touchdowns. His all-time touchdowns is way higher than that because he, Brady's been in the Super Bowl a million times. He's been to the Super Bowl a million times, so that's an extra four games every single year. Um, that that's he wins, 
So yeah, his all-time touchdowns goes up. That, that that's how it works. Um, so we know where I stand on that that uh, that goal or that milestone, that record. Um, and Drew Brees held it before, but again, in no disrespect to Drew Brees, it's not really it's it's has nothing to do with Drew Brees. Uh, it's just the record itself is tainted. It doesn't it doesn't mean what it actually says. Um, so I, I don't believe it. I, and so I didn't really celebrate Brady, uh, passing that milestone cause he's had it for God knows how long. Um, but Tampa Bay, uh, it does look like Brady to Gronk is back. Took a few weeks. It really did. Um, I gotta say, uh, as much as I hated the move, um, Tom Brady's still my favorite player of all time. Always will be, uh, maybe even my favorite athlete. So I'll always respect him. I literally always watch him. He's my fantasy quarterback, so I watch him every single week. Uh, and it, it did make me a little happy to see him throwing a ground, ground catching touchdowns. That that did make me feel good. Um, but you know, it, and then you know you get that warm feeling. You know, you remember, dang, like I love that combo. And then you're like, wait, they're wearing Tampa Bay Buccaneers jerseys. It's it's just not the same. Um, but on the topic of Gronk. Gronk, you know, he he really does. He looks a lot different, um, and I'm not sure if it just took him a few weeks to get back into it, um, or what it was. It was took a few weeks for Brady to really hammer home that connection. I don't really know. All I know is that he he hasn't gotten injured yet, um, but he's a lot lighter. He looks a lot thinner which is suspect. Um, and who knows? Maybe he'll, maybe he's on that TB12 diet and he's doing what Brady's doing. He's gonna, uh, they play different positions, though, so I don't know. But it just doesn't, I, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, but th- it seems like there's more of a possibility that it, Gronk getting injured now. I don't think he's going to get injured, but it seems like there's more of a possibility right now than there ever has been. Um, and I kind of think that's why Brady was ignoring him to start the season. Not going to lie. Um, trying not to involve him in plays where he's going to get taken out at the knees, 60 yards, run just after he's run like 60 yards downfield. Maybe Brady's trying to save him till towards the end of the Super Bowl or towards the playoffs so they can make the Super Bowl run. But what I do know is that if this man, Antonio Brown, can stay on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster for longer than 14 days, they are going to have a good shot at going to the Super Bowl. That offense is going to be a problem. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, OJ, uh, OJ Howard's injured, um, Brady, obviously, uh, what's his name? Scotty Miller, Dark Horse. He's the new Wes Welker, Edelman he, for Brady. That, that's his guy. Um, and I'm missing somebody else, and I know it, and I can't remember, I can't remember the name. Uh, Ronald Jones, Fournette, McCoy, he, he's got everybody. Um, it's just, and his O-line's getting better and better every single week. And on top of it, his, the defense is arguably one of the best defenses in the NFL right now. Um, Statistically-wise, they actually might be the best. So, uh, yeah, you know, Tampa is looking like a Super Bowl contender. However, I, I want to point this out because somebody said this to me recently. So is Brady more important than Belichick? 
And this brings me back to my point right before the ad read. I said yes because I do kind of think Tom Brady kind of screwed the Patriots over in terms of who's going to have more immediate success right after the departure. And um, I I think Brady, and I thought before the season started that Brady was going to have more immediate immediate success regardless. However, um, I also didn't think that the Patriots were going to be this bad. So right now it looks like um, to the naked eye, uh, someone, if you explain the situation, you explain what they were with each other for 20 years, then they split up. One's doing really good, one's doing really bad. Clearly, it looks like Tom Brady is the more important piece. But, look at the people around Brady. Uh, and like I just said, he's my favorite player of all time. Arguably, my, he's my favorite athlete of all time. Uh, Larry Legend will always be number one. But Brady is like a 1A. You know what I mean? Like, that's where they're at. Uh, but if you look at them, if you look at the teams and you look at the way they played uh, last week, I, 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 this, is what, this is where I'm at with it. Clearly Brady, um, I think clearly Brady w- is more important in terms of this argument only because Tom Brady is actually a player. Tom Brady actually has to go out there and do what he has to do. Um, so this is why I think this whole argument in general has been is stupid and dumb because it doesn't really make sense. Um, people are always saying, oh, you can just pluck Brady out of there, pluck in different quarterbacks. I've talked to a Patriots coach. Um, I, we did an extensive interview with him, and it, it doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? Like, you need guys that are going to understand the books. You Think about the whole when Brady was suspended, uh, – you had Jimmy Garoppolo. He's been he was in the system for two years. Jacoby Brissett was in the system for a year before that. You know what I mean? Those guys that were in the system, you know, they're understanding it. Um, and they're also learning every single day from the greatest all all time quarterback, Tom Brady. Like you, th- those two guys. So when I think about that example, it doesn't really make sense to me. Um, and I don't really like the debate because you know, I think it it's skewed. It's a skewed debate. Because clearly Tom Brady's the more important pers- piece in that puzzle because he actually has to go out in the field and do it. You know, Belichick's not playing the game. Belichick's setting up players to play the game the best that they can, but you still need the players to go out there and do it. So I think it's a skewed argument who's more important. I think, I like, I'm, like, I don't think Bill Belichick is not doing everything he can right now to win football games. I, like, I don't think he's... You know what I mean? He's setting his team up the best he can to go out there and win, but at the end of the day, it falls on the players to win the games. Um, And Tom Brady is currently on overall, outside of just Tom Brady, one of the best talent-wise teams in the NFL right now, in the New England Patriots or not. Now the New England Patriots never have been, but the New England Patriots have also had the greatest of all-time quarterback for the past 20 years. So it's a skewed... It, in my book, it's a skewed debate. It, it doesn't really make sense. And I'm not just saying that because the Patriots stink. Um, I'm rooting for for the Patriots, always will. But as soon as the Patriots lose, I'm rooting for Tom Brady. So I, I don't think it's um, – I just think it's a skewed argument. I really do. Uh, I, I don't think – and I think if you look at the facts right now um, and you really look – you think about it before the season started and you compared both teams – um, and where everyone was at 
one day before the season started, it looked like Brady was going to have more success than the Patriots. So am I, sh- am I shocked right now that it's this much of a gap? A little bit, but I'm not shocked that the Buccaneers and Tom Brady are in better position to win immediately following Tom Brady's departure from New England versus the Patriots. Their likelihood to win it. I- I'm not really that shocked. Um, and I, I know it's been blowing up in the news, and it, it it just it doesn't need to blow up in the news. Uh, it's it's useless information that it it doesn't mean anything. Um, I don't think either of them win those Super Bowls without each other. So that's you know um, where I'm at. Uh, I don't think Tom Brady has ever had as many weapons as he's going to have Week Nine of this year in his entire Patriots career. So is that? Does that play into, you know, Tom Brady's greatness, or does it play into Bill Belichick setting up every player on the team's success? It, it, you don't know. It's, 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 it's a useless debate that will never mean anything. Um, no one will ever know the answer to it. Um, it's even more useless than discussing greatest of all times because it's one of those arguments that you're just never going to know the answer to. So it's like, why even argue it? Um, yeah, even if Tom, even if the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win it or the Patriots win it, that doesn't mean that one was more valuable than the other during those 20 years, because again, it's a skewed debate, you know, um, do I think, do I think Tom Brady has set up his team better for this, um, because Tom Brady is pretty much the general manager of that Tampa Bay team. Do I think Tom Brady has set up his team better than Belichick has to win this year? Yes. But it's a lot easier to do when you are a player and you can go to you can talk to other players and go to whatever teams you want versus being a head coach and recruiting guys to come. So you gotta think about that. Um There's a lot that just goes into it that's just really dumb. Um I don't think and I think regardless of what your thoughts are, if you can't think about it rationally, um, because at the end of the day, it's a skewed debate. Um, Tom Brady is vitally important. Um, and I, and personally, I think a little bit more important to that debate in the winning aspect of it than Belichick, simply because he's a player and he actually has to go out and play the game and perform. So that's, that's personally my take on it. So, but either way, I think it's a skewed debate. Um, However, I do want to talk about, just quickly, a quick minute here, A.B. Uh, landing in Tampa. It just seems like everything I wanted to happen for the Patriots last year is happening to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, I wanted Gronk to come back, and they came back on the, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, you wanted A.B. to stay longer than nine days or 14 days or whatever it was. Uh, yet to be seen, but potentially will be and probably will be staying on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers longer than 14 days. Um, a lot of people are saying he might not even make it, make it a week. That would be interesting. Um, I'm going to give it over, and I'm going to say he stays the whole year, though. Uh, I'm going to put, put my money in that bread basket. But I think that that offense is going to be such a problem. I really do. And if the defense can keep playing the way they're playing, I really do don't think there's anybody that can stop them. I think they can out-compete the Chiefs They talent-wise. Um I think experience-wise, they outweigh the Chiefs. Um, Their defense is better than the Chiefs. Um, I still think Tom Brady's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I think he's better than 
I think he's better than Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers right now. Simply because he's just smarter than both of them. So, I think, yeah, if I'm starting a team right now, I'm picking Brady. Um, which is hard to say because, you know, I've always picked Brady. and It's usually never a debate. Um, but now it's a debate because it's a toss-up because he's not in the Patriots anymore. Uh, damn it. All right. Um, that's all I have written down in my notes, though. So, just to recap everything. Grapevine Media, starting next few months. Be on the lookout for that. One episode a week, Wednesdays. We're switching to, instead of doing Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, we're just going to do Wednesday, middle of the week, every single week. Here on out, Wednesday mornings. Be sure to set your alarms for that. Uh, make sure you come back every week. Uh, make sure to go vote on Sunday in the season-long Sunday giveaway. It's actually a really close race. Uh, I just did the numbers. It's a really close race. Um, there's like there's a lot of people tied for first place, so that's why I haven't been putting the scores on Sunday, just because I can't tag everybody um, tied for first and second and third. It's just too many people. So everyone be sure to go vote on Sunday. Um, and like I said, the winner of it or winners um, – at the end of the season, we're going to figure out uh, exactly what you want, um, and the, the gear is going to be way better. It's not going to be cheap gear. I'm not going to be giving you a T-shirt. I'm going to be giving you actually good gear, um, and who knows? Maybe we'll hook a little something up with J11 if you're a Pats fan. So be sure to go vote on Sunday. Every It's it's easy. you know. If you're watching Sunday football, just pick who you think is going to win, um, and you're entered. Just make sure to come back through it every week. So with that being said, that's all we got for today's episode, guys. And I look forward to hearing from you guys on Sunday, seeing your picks, and look forward to talking to you guys next week. All right, I'm out of here.